a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on video nasty? Oh, you've seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. Nasty's podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Armand Weston was in his 40s when he decided to change his career path. He'd spent the 70s making porno, including uh, a roughie called The Taking of Christina, about a, uh, a young woman who was abducted by a couple of thugs just before her wedding day. And Expose Me Lovely, which mixes a uh, crime drama and porn as well. Armand didn't fancy this anymore, and what he wanted to do was uh, step away from that, and um, you know, not become legit. I think you know the creation of pornography is a legitimate business, but become more mainstream, shall we say? And his aim to do that was with this film, the film we're going to talk about today, The Nesting. Now, The Nesting was originally called Phobia, really, and um, that reflects more what the kind of setup that it is. So Weston um, co-wrote the, uh, the, play, the, the screenplay and produced the film as well. So the, the screenplay was uh, co-wrote with Daria Price, who had worked with him before on um, a adult comedy, adults as in, you know, <laughs> softcore comedy takeoff as well in the 90, a few years earlier. And the film itself is, um, well, it's a haunted house film with a bit more excessive gore than you normally expect in those kind of things. Um, sadly, though, for our man Weston, did not break him through to the mainstream. Fear visits many places, but this is where it lives. <coughs> the nesting... You cannot escape the fear. You cannot forget the face. You will not live until you've killed the nesting. You are not going crazy. Then what the hell is it? It's when your dreams turn to nightmares and your nightmares turn on you. Goes beyond the supernatural, beyond the psychological, beyond the realm of reason. The nesting, the horror grows, the mystery builds. It's she, it's got to be. The madness infects everyone around you. And then, you're all alone. Just you, and it. The nesting, it's the terror that hides inside your mind. 
coming soon. So the story is about a novelist called Lauren, who's played by Robin Groves, who suffers from agoraphobia, and we're introduced to the character while she is uh, in the middle of one of her agoraphobic attacks. The setup's quite an interesting one because it means when she finally, you know, moves into this haunted house, she's very hesitant to leave the property, despite the fact that it's all kicking off. It's kind of solving, I suppose, the problem, the Amityville problem of why don't you just fucking leave the house if it's all going mental, you know? Anyway, she rents the house from a a guy called uh, Daniel, who's played by Michael Laley, and uh, his ailing grandfather, uh, Colonel Lebrun, who's played by John Carradine. Now, we've spoken about Carradine before. He was, um, well, he's in The Bogeyman, so we won't go through it again, but obviously he's a classic character actor from the time, and he manages to ham it up successfully. Anyway, Lauren discovers that the house is a haunted brothel in the past and has now been um and, and now like you know the ghosts um stalk the house and what it basically means is that when men um kind of give their unwanted attention um the house kind of rises up against them and leads to a couple of the more interesting uh, moments and the shock deaths um, in the film, including a man being, you know, uh, pulled under the waves by ghostly hands, and a quite gory scene, which possibly is why it kind of got the attentions of uh, of the police when it was seized under Section Three of the Obscene Publications Act in the in the panic, where a a scythe is embedded in a man's face. All this is fairly, you know, fairly run the mill though, and said it wouldn't lead to too many shocks or or offence. But it, you know, definitely a little bit more violent than you, you, you know your, your average ghost story. It's uh, it's gorier than say Hell House, for example, or um, the Haunting. The nesting uh, itself is a is an odd name. It doesn't really kind of fit into what the uh, the story is about. The film was originally, as we said, called Phobia, which it's a reference to obviously to to Lawrence Agoraphobia. So the film mixes these quite good scare scenes and uh, attempts at, at a haunted house ambience which uh, it does with varying degrees of success the genre of the haunted house film is uh, is, is is well established and certainly even by this point when we compare it to something like uh, ghost story for example it kind of fits in with what the kind of uh, thing that they were trying to do or indeed the haunting of hell house you know with Character actors who are who are known, and um, you know, as we said before, um, John Carradine, for example, is you know a man who's certainly making um, some money at the time from uh, you know a resurgence in the exploitation industry, and was able to use that to uh, to gain a couple of pounds, as it were, by working. You know, and to be honest with you, he looks like he's having a ball hamming it up. There's also Gloria Graham. Um, the the actress who uh, you may be more familiar with if you uh, you know if you're a fan of old Hollywood, she uh, appeared in lots of things at the time. Um, for, um, indeed, um, she plays uh, Violet Bick in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, who's the um, the rather uh, the, the fun time gal that uh, 
George kind of uh, has a soft spot for, but uh, not in that way. Appears in all sorts of stuff. Humphrey Bogart film. Uh, it's in In a Lonely Place. Uh, born Yesterday. Um, she won um, the uh, Best Support Actress Award for The Bad and the Beautiful from 1952. And, uh, and you know, and also appeared in Fritz Lang's The Big Heat in 53. So she was incredibly busy and did lots of stuff. Um, and uh, most impressive, I suppose, is that she's renowned as well for doing her own stunts as Angel, uh, Angel the Elephant Girl in The Greatest Show on Earth, which won Best, for, uh, Best Oscar in 1952 as well. This marked one of her last films. And, um, of course, for those who, who read the book, she, uh, she appears as uh, the character. Uh, she appears in um, Peter Turner's book, Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool. And indeed, this um, you know, at this point, she was working in uh, various bits and bobs on the exploitation industry and doing a lot of stage stuff and kind of ignoring the uh, the the illnesses. Indeed, um, she died in 1981 from complications from um, from from cancer. So the film was shot in uh, New York, um, and it was released early in the, well in May in 1981 it only got a very limited theatrical release rather than something bigger which kind of you know it kind of indicated that there wasn't a huge amount of confidence in the film the the um reviews were were mixed to say the least um with um some saying it was nifty and uh, others saying it was um Saying that it was, um, you know, a, a pop boiler, really, um, which, in fairness, is probably not, you know, although a bit harsh, it's probably fairly true. The film is um, certainly um, melodramatic at best, with, uh, you know, dead bodies and cars and stuff like that, and various bits and bobs. The film is, um, therefore, it's it's not particularly exciting, and I'm sorry to kind of. Um, say that you know it, 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 its biggest problem I think is the fact that it doesn't do any of it particularly it doesn't stand out so it, it, it's one of many and so even though you know Weston has, has obviously you know put his heart and soul into this film it he hadn't you know and it's a very competently made production he wasn't able to kind of capture the imagination of an audience enough to um, make it a success the film was released on VHS uh, by Warner Home Video and um, was submitted to the BBFC in uh, 1986 for a VHS release. And that's the last time that the film was seen in the UK. The film has been now released on DVD and Blu-ray by Blue Underground in 2011. And there is a, a media book, kind of DVD, Blu-ray thingy, uh, by Motion Picture, which is German, uh, from 2014. Well, really, I mean, let's be brutally honest with you, it is far better known for being this kind of, you know, one of Gloria Graham's last performances rather than anything else uh, more noteworthy about the, 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 the piece. So I think, um, although this is running quite short, we'll probably just leave it there for today. Dr. Wimp, don't you understand what I'm saying? I had a dream and I remembered it. After all these years, the first night in that house, and I remembered my dream for the first time. But weirder than the dream itself, or, or remembering it, I had a dream, and when I woke up, it happened. It actually happened. 
Thanks very much for um, listening. If you want to get a hold of me, please do. My email address is videonastiespodcast at gmail.com or you can get me on Christopher at thelasthorrorpodcast.com. Go to the website thelasthorrorpodcast.com or videonastiespodcast.com and the, the podcast should be on both of those. I know it goes, to be brutally honest with you, it goes on the, the Last Horror Podcast first and because I'm loading them up in advance, uh, sometimes I forget. So, but you know, it'll still appear on your podcatcher, you know what I mean? So don't get to, don't get too worried about that. Um, next week we're doing, um, the new adventures of Snow White, which is, um, a European, the uh, softcore porno, um, uh, from, I think it's from 69. Um, I'll need to go back and rewatch it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, so, uh, lucky you, eh? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we, while coronavirus is, uh, is attacking our shores, we can at least, uh, keep our, keep our hands warm and busy watching, uh, <laughs> well, watching fairy stories with, with, with porno referencing them, basically. Anyway. Um, until then, take care. And I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. How, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, have you never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film.